Welcome in everyone to another edition of the Two Equally Responsible Opinion <laughs> Show. You're supposed to say it after I'm done, Victor. Well, I'm going to say before now. The crowd, <laughs> oh the crowd want to hear it. And it's not even two of us anymore. We got the other co-host, Kevin Figures. What up, what up? I'm back. I'm, I'm going to say his name right because I always get called out by Letitia. Why? Because I pronounce it figures, like hidden figures, but it's actually Wait, figures. Like, it sounds like a play on words. No, I just like I've always just mispronounced it. A lot of people have, and that's why we're saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've had Sorry, people man. get mad at me for not correcting other people for mispronouncing my last name. Exactly. Like I, I know what my name is. It's okay. <laughs> like, Don't worry about it. Well, no, we got I'm some big news. Yeah. Kev, you got engaged two that's weeks right. ago. Three that's weeks right. ago. Okay. A couple weeks ago, yeah. A couple, a couple weeks, couple weeks, yeah. A couple weeks yeah. ago. So congratulations to you Appreciate and your fiance. We're not going to say your name because you're some stalkers out there. Tell you. Who've been trying to follow you and trying to figure out where your wedding's going to be. Some weird, no, real shock. He told me. What? That people okay, like. Oh, yeah. After, after, after. No, no, I mean, like, <laughs> people were like, we're following him on Twitter. And we're like, oh, what she look like? I'm like, damn, we got some yes, thirsty people out there. Yes. Well, you know, hey, do it for the haters, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it for the haters. Bro. Well, block the haters <laughs> is what people, I'm going to do. Be careful. No, block the mother for sure. Trust yeah. me. I mean, block them, but still stun on them. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> it's, it's a hard way. It's, it's, a, it's a way to do it. I usually do. My personal thing is I'll send like four messages to them. But like, your mama suck. You ugly. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Uh, coming up on tonight's show, we got uh, movie reviews about the new Mortal Kombat. LeBron James has been tweeting up a firestorm. Is Chris Paul the MVP of the league? Hmm. And Steve Harvey just always says the wrong things at the wrong time. Survey so, said. <laughs> you're dead wrong, but we'll get into that later. First up, we're going to talk about a topic I know a lot of people don't care about, but bleep it. It's a, I want to talk about it. The San Diego Padres All took right. three out of four okay. from the Los Angeles Dodgers. Beating his chest over here. Oh, my God. Yo, so we were down 7-1 mm-hmm. in the seventh inning. Okay. And we came back to win an extras 8-7. What does that mean? For now, Tatis Jr. back-to-back days so with a home run off a Cy Young winner. What does extras mean? Like overtime? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep, extra inning. Jet. Yeah. Is there like a time limit? No, there's not. That's why they took so long. It took why like five hours. It took forever. But why not? I don't, that's a good question. Pace of play, man. You never thought about putting a timer on this stuff? They have. They put in the pitch clocks now, where you like, and the pitch clocks, and then uh, pitchers have to face a minimum of three batters. So they try to make adjustments. Now, the one thing I will say, just as a sidebar, since you ask, is Adam Silver actually told Rob Manfred, <laughs> "This is ridiculous. <laughs> this tells you how clueless Rob Manfred is, by the way." Oh, and I have no problem with saying this on the record. Um, Adam, I've said it multiple times. Yeah, Adam Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, basically told. Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, that you should not worry about pace of play. Worry about sports betting. Like, that's where the future is. Rob Manfred, like, like it's just like some sentient, like, oh, my goodness, sports gambling is a way to garner interest from fans. You don't say. It, <laughs> yeah. t- it took yeah. Adam Silver to tell you that? Yeah. Unbelievable. Would you go to a baseball game and you know how long the innings are if you're sitting there and you can have live betting where it's like, okay, you have Mookie Betts at the plate or Fernando Tatis Street at the plate. That's the problem right there. Yes, yes. What's yeah. next? A like, home run, a single, like, double, triple? 20 to 1, home run is ending. I'd be like, yes. That's yeah. what it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. You guys get Yes. You guys skin in the game. That's that's the ultimate trump over anything else. You, that's that's what's going to raise interest for everybody. No facts, and I think the big thing was Fernando Tatis Jr. going back to home runs and interest. He's the most swagged out player in baseball. Yep, he got not, a, not the richest no more. By, by, not the richest, not even by, but he's swag. Like when he hit that home run off of Kershaw, the exit velocity was crazy. Sunning <laughs> Trevor Bauer. Oh, it was like one twenty seven, I think, off his bat. It's like the highest. 
It's like how hard. I know what it means. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You want to know, man? I got the facts. Wait, wait, so he hit the ball at a hundred. So it came out of like ninety. I'm guessing. I think it was like probably like. Well, if it was from Kershaw, probably barely above eighty. Yeah, but I'm exaggerating. But he cracked it. Cracked it that hard. That means the sound must have been just beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, for Padre fans, for Dodger fans, they didn't no, like it. Well, baseball, baseball, beautiful sound, beautiful sound. I'm guessing that's like a, it's like a switch goes in right between like. No, but it's actually interesting because watching that series when they played earlier this year in San Diego, yeah, and we saw the benches clearing brawl or not brawl, but benches cleared, right? uh, You know, Profar and Kershaw going at it, and to see this four game series where it was so intense and it felt like every game was a playoff game, Mm -hmm. and the pitchers were big name. I think you had three Cy Young winners, yeah, uh, that series, and then you Darvish, you finished second. Like it was a big, big series, so. Uh, you work at the home of the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So what were your biggest takeaways from this weekend series? Well, one thing I'll say just in, from a general overview, this series, these couple of series in San Diego last the previous weekend and then this past weekend in L.A., didn't it kind of feel like early 2000s Yankees-Red Sox? It did. It where really there did. was high emotion in every single game. Every game had its own story. You mentioned bitches clearing, guys going after each other, trash talking. For <laughs> They do do that too. Um, It was just, it was the atmosphere from both stadiums seemed absolutely amazing. And I think this is what baseball has been missing. The the added layer of having Tatis Jr., who without question to me is the face of Major League Baseball. Trout is still the best player in baseball. You know, Mookie's great. Shohei Otani's doing well for himself early on this season. But by far, it doesn't matter if you're watching a baseball game, a football game, basketball, there's a commercial with Fernando Tatis Jr. on it. Yo, he's on MLB The Show cover. Like, he is on everything. And I saw him sliding into second base and his helmet came off. Mm -hmm. And he, like... So, you know, he did one of those slides and then just stand up and his hair was, like, flowing. Right. Even A-Rod was like, all right, like, that's just, like, you don't teach that. Right, no. And, like, the big thing to me, too, is this has become so big for West Coast. 100%. Because you talk about East Coast Yankees, Red Sox, which feels like, oh, my God, that's all Sunday Night Baseball used to show. Mm-hmm. And that was one of Sunday Night Baseball's biggest games. And the same thing on Saturday when they were on MLB Network. Right. So, for me, it was good that the Padres came back because it been such a dud, like, this is your yeah. first time on Sunday baseball, and then like you lose seven one. Especially like, if you lose that badly. Yeah, because yeah. the Dodgers when you played like when you took Thursday and Friday and you played so well. Even Saturday was a closely contested right. game, so it, it means a lot. And I agree with you, it means a lot for baseball. But I looked at it where the NL East. I think the Mets lost tonight, which means no teams in the NL East have a record above five hundred. Mm-hmm. And then you look at like the Giants are playing well. They are. Padres are playing well. Dodgers are playing well. The Mariners are playing well. Sure are. The, the Oakland A's were on a 13 are on game fire. Yeah. yeah. Like, when you look at West Coast baseball, it's like, okay, maybe we'll get, like, we don't need Cubs, Cardinals, our Yankees, Red Sox, our Phillies, Mets, like, every other weekend. Like, yeah. give some respect to the West Coast. You guys can stay up an extra, you know, two hours. Yeah. That Zoom meeting can wait. Turn your camera off. You know, and it's only game. good for baseball as a whole to have some new blood in there, new dominance, new blood. So you're used to the Red Sox and the Yankees. You're used to the Phillies. You're used to – those marquee names. It'd be good to have have the Mariners come back and make the playoffs for the first time in thirty years or however long it's been. Yeah. When Era played for them. That's how <laughs> that's how long ago it was. Jeez, that oh was the last gosh. time they made the playoffs. I think it was two thousand and one, the year they had that historic season and oh, they lost yeah, to the yeah. Yankees. They won like they were what, like one 
think they won 115, yeah, 115 yeah. games About or something like that. 116, right. yeah. I think you're right. Um, but, yeah, to have some new blood in there and to have it be on the West Coast, which there hasn't been a real true dominant West Coast team in baseball for a long period of time, yeah. kind of shake it up a little bit. TV ratings in baseball are up, which is encouraging. Oh, my God, which, huge right now. Which, is a, which is a slap in the face to certain people, and I won't say any names, but there were many of them who said, like, oh, watch what's going to happen to baseball after taking the All-Star game out of Atlanta, and they're going to turn all these uh, people uh, off. Facts. You're going to turn facts. so many people off. Facts. It was like – they yeah, look to be no turning it on to me. Yeah, and, and you know it's look, funny too is like when you talk about Padres Dodgers, there's some like hatred where it's like Tatis by Sunday was getting booed. Oh yeah, even, even before that, like Manny Machado gets booed by Dodgers. We already know about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Darvish was getting booed. Right. Uh, and my biggest thing is like you're gonna, like you talk about ratings are up. Yes, but more and more fans are going to start going. Mm-hmm. And as the ones that wanted because these are fans like people. They want to go watch a baseball game now. Yeah, well, I think it's like, how hard is it to get tickets right now? Oh, that it's Dodgers. extremely difficult or, or or very expensive. Yes, you know that's that's the problem for Sunday night baseball. Padres Dodgers Dodgers Stadium. It was one fifty for nosebleeds. So you're telling me for four tickets and how hard is it to get? even get four tickets together how many can you, oh, tough. How many can you buy together well you can you can buy them in two four six yeah. so they're not difficult to buy together because they're only sold together you can't buy a single ticket yeah because yeah. yeah. in it's gonna like more teams i think are gonna start doing that as right. the cases drop but like for me it's like i mean what about the vip section for vaccinating people so San Diego did that. Petco Park and the Dodgers are going to start doing that. They're going to start, I believe, this coming Saturday. I believe is what it is. Or a matter, matter of fact, excuse me, it was this past Saturday against the Padres they when they did in. it. When they wow. uh, they they had a vaccinated only section for certain so people who were vaccinated only. No, but I think like it's it's encouraging to like tell people to get more shots or yeah. get the vaccine because like I can go to a baseball game, yeah, whatever. But like when summer hits and we've been stuck inside, and I feel especially bad for people in Chicago, the Midwest, the Midwest, and the East Coast. You're telling me you lost a whole year to COVID. Then when stuff looks like it's reopening, you get hit with like this huge blizzard, so you can't yeah. go outside. And then now that summer's coming, like absolutely, like who doesn't want to be outside oh, with a beer and a hot dog? Be- Wild, big time. Listen, right now, right now. Hey, listen. What do you do, what do you do in the summer? What you doing? I'm saying right now, Curtis. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what Gavin says, what the president says, summer is fucking ours. All right. What do you mean ours? Like, yo, we take back the night. What are we doing, bro? Curtis, I'm talking about Curtis. No bullshit, bro. This summer about to be fucking lit, dog. We about to be outside. Like we about to be outside. <laughs> that's nigga. that's where we've gone. It's gonna be so lit. We're gonna be outside. outside. We're gonna right, be we're outdoors. Gonna outside, we're gonna like, be outdoors. No I'm already upset that I'm doing this, but like, I already know San Diego at least three times. Oh, uh, I mean facts. The only the only saving grace is like I think a lot of us still like for me it's like we're, I'm gonna have to work a lot during the summer no, to kinda that's like, the, recoup, that's like the, some money. You know how yeah. they say uh all fun, no play, all that bullshit? Yeah, Yo, it's about to be all fun. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you Curtis, it's gonna be so lit. You know what's not going to be fun? My checking account where I'm like, how many <laughs> yeah. places did I go? Exactly. I look at it this way. You're right. You know what? You're right. But remember how much money you saved last year? It's just science, bro. It bounces itself out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay, that's kind of true. Like, I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, that's yeah. kind of true. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. I think the drinking at home stuff was fun. It was cheap. It wasn't fun. It was cheaper. Yeah, I mean, we, facts. We, we, we no. realized how cheap it was. But the fact that these restaurants now, they, they know, like, they still are doing to go. They are. No, that's going to be a permanent thing for a lot of these places. And that's yeah. the thing. And also, I do like, sorry, now the outside seating because the weather's getting better again. Mm-hmm. I went to a brunch place and, and on Rush Street over there. Oh, is that when I called you and you didn't pick up the phone or call me back? You didn't call me. I called you on Sunday right when I got off work at 3 o'clock. <laughs> oh, I was fucked up by that. So <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like, fuck my ass. I call me back. He's probably just, you know. No, I was fucked up. But anyways, like, it was it was cool because like, I was there last week, week before and they had it outside, but they had the canopies off. 
Mm-hmm. And they, so at first I was like, it's whatever, I don't care if I'm not windy. And the sun came out, it was bright as fuck. But then they put the candies back up this time. And we were still outside, still the same spot, but the sun was out. Curtis, we got so drunk. <laughs> but I will say when it comes to the going outside part, yes, some people have gotten used to drinking at home, staying at home, whatever, but there are a certain sect of people that want to go out and get back to normal. Uh, go to a baseball people. game. Single to, people. Yeah. Single no, people. Also, Especially, <laughs> yes. Not going to a game last year, even though I don't like baseball, I've been saying this since episode one, uh, <laughs> I will always say it, but I always went to at least one game a year. Right. Yeah. At least. At least one. It, was, it wasn't even, it's just like, it's more just like, it's just how we talk about life. Like, it's just... Something about being at a baseball game, and usually I go for a night one. Mm-hmm. Fireworks, it's a good day night. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. The best. <laughs> oh, you know what the hell? You single, huh? That's cool. But, uh, <laughs> Got one person engaged to my right. You take into my lab and just Curtis single in the middle. Oh, Curtis, you can find you one way, bro. It's gonna be late. Gonna be <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been like, working out with Daniela. Shout out my trainer. I remember like the baseball game, like even day I was no, I went to a day game one time. And it was the worst experience of my fucking life. Oh, my life. God. Please, please elaborate. Please tell me more. Okay, so we, we sat not... Uh, Wait, what, you're at Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium. Okay, gotcha. So we, we sat on, like, the second level at the end of the railing. Mm-hmm. And I, it was, like, a 12 o'clock game. And it was free tickets because I was not paying for that shit. Bro, <laughs> the second we fucking sat down, I was just like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> it was so fucking hot. Yeah. But the sun was just beating on us. Bro, me and Tim, we moved our seats back to the shade. We're like, yo, mm. fuck the bullshit, bro. Whoever wants tickets could have seats, bro. <laughs> like, that was the one of the worst experience of my life. And I was just like, yeah, I would never do a day baseball game again in my life. So, I think it's interesting because, like, I think whenever it comes to stadiums, mm-hmm. you do have to know. And I think, like, you know, I've been to a couple where it's like, okay, don't sit here, sit here. But I think at that point, you has got to ball out. That's when you say, you know what? How much is the kettle one club? No, uh, that's, yeah. that's when you go downstairs and be like, okay, right. this is all you can drink and all you can eat. See, How know. much is that? We just said no curse. And Boom. We bought. We were just drinking the entire time. I was just so hot, but that's why I was like, you know, I like the night game. I'd rather be dealing with traffic getting into the stadium mm-hmm. for like that hour for no reason. I, and then it's the worst. I oh, always first of all, Dodger Stadium has some of the worst traffic. Well, because it's built, it's just built in bad location. Yeah, that's two, that's only, what it is. It's, yeah. really only, it's only two ways up. Right, like, yeah, right. And it's like, you only have two ways up, mm-hmm. nothing else. And no. that's, that's a really, it's really bad for traffic reasons. But they're like, I, I, I miss, I miss going to a game and being in the fucking, in the, in the back and all you hear is, oh, like, oh, fuck, it's a home run. <laughs> it's a home run the first round. All right, so this is yeah. a little pro tip for everyone listening who ever goes to a Dodger game. Do you know what you do when you go to Dodger Stadium? You go there a couple hours early. You go to Shortstop on Sunset. It's a bar called Shortstop. I know Shortstop is. Okay, yes. my bad. And then you get a couple beers, and then you just walk to the stadium. Do you go to the Gold Lounge, too, right next to it? Mm-mm. I was going to Shortstop. I like that place. It's pretty why, cool. Why Shortstop? I don't know. It's just like... And Echo Park right there, right? Yeah. 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 I haven't been nice. to Shortstop in a minute, but okay. I mean, the last time I went was with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went before a game one time. Yeah. Get a couple Coronas, mm-hmm. Modellos, okay, walk so there. Okay, after before a game, I was at work. I can't just be like kick out three hours for I mean that's true like you, bro. oh my god okay uh, but let me ask you this when you go back to a baseball game since you haven't been to one in a while are you going to do the 999 challenge so I've been trying I don't, I don't like to do that bro so for those of you who don't know the my 999 challenge days, <laughs> you do nine hot dogs and nine beers and nine innings of baseball and it's definitely going to be the hot dogs that get you Nah, I think it'd be the beer that gets me. I think, yeah, I think the beers Dodgers, would get you Dodgers too. Dodgers change their dogs. So we were just yeah. talking about that. So for so actually, this happened in 2019. Farmer John's contract with the Dodgers have the Dodger dog expired. It didn't matter last year because fans weren't allowed in anyway. So why? Oh, what yeah. will be the point in them announcing it? Yeah. 
so they just recently uh, announced that Farmer John officially is no longer the the hot dog sponsor for the Dodger Dog, but the Dodgers own the the trademark of Dodger Dog. That's interesting. So they have a new hot dog vendor. They will not publicly say who it is yet. I don't even know who it is yet. That's shady. That's shady. Uh, they said they will. Stan Cass is the team president. Said they'll make an announcement soon. Why wait? I have no idea. I'm sure they have their reasons. Uh, I've had the new Dodger Dog, by the way. It tastes fine. I personally think it's a it's a minor improvement over the old Dodger Dog. So that might just be me. Yeah. Uh, but anybody that's been to a Dodger game already this year and has had so, the Dodger Dog would notice that there's definitely a difference. Since the Dodgers own the trademark, yes, the of course. Buy the trademark. So Farber Johns, who makes it, can never can't. Well, they can sell it, but they gotta pay them off the fucking the rich retail. Form. They can sell the long, however no, but long, but they can't say that they can't. They can't brand. They use that bullshit. Like AMPM uses the tagline "Dodgers officer sold here." Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. Like places who buy that hot dog will probably use that for their name. Oh, well, no. A and PM is also a Dodger sponsor, so that that's why they sold that's them there too. Oh okay. damn! I didn't know that either. Yeah, A and PM is a major. I've been if, to an A and PM, and yeah, I couldn't oh, tell my you. Gosh, I, I couldn't tell you. A and PM, like as you're right, I don't, I don't go to articles. I don't go to A and PM. Yeah, but like that's so they have. I remember one time I passed by one. I was like, "What type of animal gets a fucking?" <laughs> <laughs> like a breakfast sandwich from a gas station. Hey, those like, croissants, though, I think they're like two for four at AMP. I saw a yeah. commercial. First of all, Curtis, nah. I've seen you buy fucking sushi from a 7-Eleven. All right, you're right, he's mm. right about so, that. He's right see, about that's that. the thing. He's right about that. Sushi, <laughs> the hot dogs have been sitting there for five years. What, nah. Bro, if it ain't packaged, <laughs> then It was not, packaged, but I was like, <laughs> But nah, but you know what I mean. If it ain't packaged by bro, Intamins or Little Debbie yo, or something when, like that. When was that shit delivered? That's what I told Curtis. Curtis yeah. was like, like, bro, when did it get delivered? I don't know. When was that? When did that fish die? Right. He's even fish. Right. No, I think I'll never forget when I used to go to Seven uh, Eleven in middle school and just get like two of the biggest hot dogs. Put okay. that chili on there. Me put too. that cheese on there. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I look at it now. I'm like, what type of disgusting? Oh, cheese all the time. And it, all the time. Today, I look now. I was like. Whenever I see a grown adult, I'm like, you an adult? Yeah. <laughs> see, when you're a kid, you have, like, plausible. Then I was like, I'm just a kid. I, everything all, is whatever. It, it don't matter. like, a dollar. Right. So, you know, like, okay, it's my can money. Like, yeah. I can buy like, this. Because like, it's just like, but I remember religiously, that was like, we would go after school because we had... 7-Eleven right there. Right across the street. Everybody runs in. Curtis might take a few things. And then like, I'm, I'm getting a Slurpee. We're getting hot dog. we chili. We're getting the fucking nachos. That shit was oh fire. But I would, you would not catch me fucking ever eating that shit. Okay. I could be yeah. drunk off my ass. I'd be like, give me back the chips. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> give me That's package. Oh, Doritos, I know you. You coming <laughs> with me. Wait, I'll no. buy the Danish before I buy yeah. it. I'll buy anything that's packaged. Like, I'll buy that. Yo, okay. Two things, though. So we're going to get real serious just uh, real quick. The, the first time I ever experienced colorism was at 7-Eleven across the street from my high school. Interesting. Do tell. So Victor and I would go to 7-Eleven across the street. So we're on Reseda and Victory. Okay. We go to 7-Eleven across the street from our, our high school. And the moment we walked in, the cashiers, the security camera all went to Victor. Like wow. everyone looked at him. And then here go Mr. Lightbright over here mm-hmm. stealing everything that's not nailed down. <laughs> so it was basically me getting back. No, it was obviously to a point where we would notice that we're like, all right, Chris, ready to work? All right, let's do this. <laughs> no. we, 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 I will go over like, make, I'll make a scene. Like, I'll, 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 I'll the fucking shit. Yeah. Like, I will just make sure they're distracted. This one from Curtis. Remember Kazi that one time? He, I think he like paid me. He was like, all right, give me this. Give me this. No, it was, like, it was to a point where like, oh, he's like, like what homie, are you doing? The homie was in there with Curtis standing by Curtis. I'm on the other side doing my thing. And, Curtis, and Kazi was like, 
are you gonna steal that? Not so goddamn loud. <laughs> yeah. I was like, now would you be so goddamn loud? Like, now what do you want? <laughs> now, mind you, people, this is me getting back at Seven Eleven Corporation. That's number one. I was gonna say yeah. thievery is not cool. Yes, and then number two. So at the same time, high schools got rid of sodas and chips. I remember, I remember that. So yeah. you take that, go back to high school, be like, hey, like, what do y'all want? Oh, well, I already know. Boom. My kids would be selling shit for sure at school. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No I doubt. Mean, like, hey, like, how to pay for prom one way or the other. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, the pizza and wings at 7-Eleven look fire. No. Mm. Trust me. See? But you had it. No, I'll tell you ooh, why. I'll tell you why we ooh, got ooh, it. Okay. Pizza looks questionable to me, but no, all right. Oh, so, it all looks suspect. So, me, so I was with Tim and all the homies, drunk as fuck. We were near UCLA at the homegirl's apartment. And we went to seven, walked to Seven Eleven. They had a full bar being sold there, which is wild. But been stuck in the area. And then like Tim, we were so drunk, and Tim was just like, "Yo, how much is this pizza?" And then like it's, <laughs> it was just like five bucks for the whole thing. First of all, and you he, get like wings for like fifty cents, right? Wow. <laughs> and then he was like, "You got a box for that?" He's like, "Yeah, let's get that shit." And then we we all like, but also that's when they first brought out brought out. We're like. Maybe they're like the hot dog and the nacho nostalgia. Like, oh, that's maybe it true. might be like that, bro. We took that shit back. It was only five bucks. It was worth the loss. We took a single bite, and I was like, "Order Domino's right now." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it tasted like fucking cardboard. Like oh, when I tell you, I'm I, not hate, surprised. I don't like Little Caesars pizza. See, I like Little Caesars pizza. I personally hate it, but that was way above it. Like there was no question. Like it was. Till to, till this, till to, till today. Whenever I look at that, I'm just like, you motherfuckers are serving other people still. Like that should be a criminal. <laughs> should, it should be against the law for them to serve fucking food like that. Because I've been to Seven Eleven before at one o'clock in the morning, two in the morning, all type of time, and the chickens be sitting there all dry to fuck up. I'm like, how mm-hmm. is that even allowed, bro? Right. Like, if someone come here and say, I want that, like, like, yeah, who would choose to buy that? Though? I think like, though, like even bigger than being drunk is people with munchies. Because 7-Eleven yeah. is like the perfect oh, like munchy spot. Was, that's what I heard. Some of my friends were doing the same thing at the same, at the same time, being high as fuck. Not me, because I'm, I'm a Christian. But <laughs> it's just like, you, you you gave it, I gave it a chance. I gave it a chance. I was like, there's no fucking way I would ever eat that. It was, it, yeah. it was the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. That's crazy. Well, I think the big thing is like, you know, we talked about people going out and staying home. You both stayed home to watch Mortal Kombat. So you didn't go to the theater to see it. Right. I have yet to see it. Mm-hmm. But you guys, like, what are your views for Mortal Kombat. Go ahead, Vic. So I only watched it on HBO Max now, and no, y'all can't, y'all can't share it. So, <laughs> and um, I, it came. It was the first thing is up. It was like, yo, it's, it was built around it. Like, it's up to like I think to the twenty third. I can stream it. Oh so, really? Yes, it cuts off on May twenty third. Oh, so wow. that's what they do. I think they're gonna do for all movies, like for the future, for until they get like officially get movie theaters. They're gonna probably have them, like, yo, you got two weeks to watch it here mm-hmm. or go somewhere else. That's which, interesting. Which is smart for them because it builds up the, the thing up really quick. So I. I liked it in the sense of like it's like I grew up playing this game. Yeah. And yeah. like you watched the original Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat is one of the best fucking theme songs of all time. Like Mortal, like dun 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 <laughs> Like it makes you want to fight somebody. Yeah. Off that game. <laughs> and it's just like but like I like the fighting scene, the acting was fucking terrible, but like it's a it's a fighting movie. Like I'm not yeah. never acting. I'm never fucking fighting. Like and also it's Mortal Kombat as a game, it didn't have a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. in the sense it was just more like they have story modes now, but the original... There wasn't a lot of backstory for many yeah, things when it first the, came in out. In the original Mortal Kombat, it was just like, round one, you're fighting this fool. Round right. two, you're fighting him up to fucking Prince. Like, you're, you're yeah. going up to someone. But then as the later ones started coming out, they started adding in more, more dialogue, because that's what games are all about dialogue. Now. Stories. You gotta have a story. You want to build a story into it so you actually like it. So that's what this one was based around. Mm-hmm. And the story is the same thing, Outworld. It's the Mortal, Mortal Kombat, the combat. 
and we lose one, they take over everything, and it's not what you want. So the Earth champions or these fucking random people, and like the way they did the champions was a little different because usually there's like. It's a good. It's, it's different because like you never knew how they pick champions. Like, Correct. It's like who knows who to go. They're like, oh, they're just going. But then they made it kind of like, oh, you're the chosen one. Like oh, you like, were selected to come, or you, you, you stole you, the mantle from somebody else. Oh, which God. you know makes sense. I like yeah. how like, you can st- like if say if I'm a chosen one and somebody kills me, they're chosen. You one. become a chosen one. Okay, so yeah. out of five stars, what, what are you giving it? Uh, three. Okay. So I would probably give it three two. My th- my expectation level was not extremely high going into it. <laughs> Low expectations. Exactly. So I wasn't as disappointed as many people were. I knew I I simply watched it for nostalgia purposes, um, because again I grew up playing the video game. It was fun, all that. Uh, it was a lot of fighting, which covered up a lot of the terrible acting, like Victor Bob <laughs> said. I couldn't recognize a single actor, and it's probably for the better. Uh, <laughs> the only actor I recognized was was Jax. What's and I don't even. Do? And what is he? I haven't Fuck. seen him in anything I else. Think, he he's been in Tyler Perry movies. Okay, oh, there you go. Well, okay. so, <laughs> I mean, he hasn't. Black actor hasn't. He was in um, Fat Albert. He was in that movie. Fat Albert. Fat Albert. Wow. It came out in like 2004. I mean, I'm trying to think of something that he was like. Can we just pull up the man's IMDb? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his name is. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was bloody and gory and they did they went out of their way to try to throw in some you know flawless victory or finish no, that's him why, like they were in like they had to say i want your soul like yeah they had like so, certain, certain things like if you don't play the game you wouldn't know it would go would over not, your head like it would be just like okay he did that like why but like it's really made for a hardcore Mortal Kombat. If he was just oh, let's roll to the movie theater and watch this movie, you would probably think, "What is this garbage you brought me to?" Yeah, like it that's probably the thing that you would first think of. Because the whole, the whole, even I felt like every scene that opened up, it was made for like people like, like "Oh, you know this part means exactly." You know what that is like, oh, right. You know what that is. So like, right. it was like that. So that's why it was weird. But they they went into. The, I like the fact that they did the backstory with Scorpion and Sub Zero, which came to your point came after the first yeah. video game. Then when two, three, and all the others came out, mm-hmm. they started building up this backstory we narrative. Knew they, had, they had a beef. We knew they had a beef. I don't know if people knew how deep it was or how old it was we, and all I, of that. We always, I always, just, but it's always weird because Sub Zero has been the good guy in some of the movies. Yes, yes. The bad guy in some movies. Correct. Like, is this one, is still, well, they're so hard to tell. Right. That's why I like the, I like the, the ending was kind of trippy because like, I always like when movies leave an ending where you know it's going to be a sequel, like off the back, you're like, this shit, there's no question. Yeah. As right. long as, if it, if it gets greenlit, it's happening. This is the easiest yeah. cliffhanger of like, all time. You know that they, it wasn't a cliffhanger, it was just like, Mortal Kombat is such a serious story dialogue. Yeah. There's no way you can do it. One, one thing that you can, I don't mean to cut you no, off, no, no, but, but that they, they tried too hard to go Marvel with it. Where they throw, if you were someone who were looking for a more serious twist to a serious game where people are getting heads cut off and hearts ripped out and all yeah. that stuff, they've tried really hard to try to get little puns in there here and there. And I know that turned off certain people. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. There, yeah. Was, like, there was a few, like, there was one pun, like, like one, one the fire did, like, the super trick. And then the guy's like, the fuck? Like, yeah. he just, like, said some random word, but it was, it was kind of fucking funny because, like, you didn't see it coming. He just, like, the fuck was that? And right. Like, and it was true, like, you're right. But it's just like, they were doing too much, but then that's what they gotta do now because Marvel. Yeah, I think they Marvel, just, Marvel yeah. set the tone for. Yeah. If you want to make a sequel movie in a universe type of style, mm-hmm. Marvel's 
that's the where you want to be. And that's yeah. clearly what they're going the for. Marvel got Marvel money. Exactly. Right, exactly. And Marvel level actors and Mar- yeah, Disney oh, behind yeah. them. Yeah. All that. Like, yeah. They have a big machine. And this just, seemed like I don't. I mean, it was a it was a Warner Brothers movie. It seemed like it was an independent film. To be honest with you, oh, damn. with some as some aspects to I it. Because some of the people who were producing it probably the but also this was during COVID. I'm assuming. Yeah. So they probably did affect a lot of it. Yeah. The budget didn't seem extremely high, no, but I mean, with was, that, their budget was all in the fucking animation shit. Yeah, there so was I mean, a lot of gory stuff. It was, oh, really? it was okay. If you ask me, like the the, way, the best way to gauge for me is whether or not I really liked the movie. Is will I see it again? And I will not see this movie again. Okay, I do not have any. I have no intentions of watching it. Again. I won't see it again for like a few more months at least. But for what it for what it was, I'll for give it a two and a half to three. Popcorn, all that stuff. Yeah. If you want, if you right, right now you want two hours to kill, you haven't seen it yet. I'll just like sure. Watch it. Okay. Well, here's my question for you. Like, since you said that they're going to leave, I haven't seen it. I'll probably watch it sometime soon. Uh, since you said they leave it open for a sequel, do you remember a movie that, like, opened it up for a sequel? Like, do you have a memorable mm-hmm. one? Like, that, did, that didn't have one? No, that did have one. Like, for me, it's like Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Like, the well, end of so Batman I Begins. Think, but when, movies like that, we already know there could be a sequel, though. Because, like, Batman I think, but do you, I'm saying, like, is there a scene that you're like, oh, yeah, that's like, that next one Honestly, the, the second Mortal Kombat started, I was like, this is probably going to be a sequel, anyways. You think so? Well, it's because once you start watching it, and you're just like, because about when. There was never really a fucking tournament. Right. I, I was trying not to give it away too much, but the deeper and deeper you get into the movie, you realize like, there's no way in hell. They're fighting and stuff, but like in the original, like there were certain things they were doing that went against the rules of Mortal Kombat. Right. Mm. And you're just like, no, 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 like, you can't do that because the first one says like you gotta like because I'm using I'm using the first movie as my reference as a reference yeah. point because right. that was like that was so close to fucking perfect. Like mm-hmm. the first one was so fucking perfect. Like it was so beautiful, but like <laughs> I mean, there was people people missing like. Obviously, you can't have all these fighters in it, but like, there's so many fighters that people just know. Classic ones, Classic. yeah. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, so the biggest thing is that Warner Brothers is probably like when number two comes out, they'll probably be post-pandemic world. Like, they'll have more money. They'll have. That's why though they set up. They set up in the, in the way I won't say where they're going, but like they're going to a certain city. that's like, yeah, you can't do that shit out of, during a pandemic. Like, it's just because the next part of the the next. The next scene is finding more champions. Yeah, finding more Earth Realm champions to go fight the tournament. Yeah, oh, gotcha, because okay. there's there's at least like 15, 20 fucking fighters that they can pick. That they can pick that we all know. Right. And there's new ones they're gonna introduce obviously over time. But I, I I do see a sequel coming. But question is like it all comes down to like I'm assuming. Well, how do you rate them now? Because usually it's all about box office sales. Right. But now yeah. it's streaming sales. But like I don't pay for HBO Max. I just have it. Yeah. Right. So. Me streaming it, does that count for their money? Because like, I'm paying for my cell phone bill, but then does that count for them? I think it's interesting because like I didn't watch it this year, but the Academy Awards were this past weekend, and I was like, there are so many movies that won that were streamed. Mm-hmm. So like when you look at No Man Land, like mm-hmm. was it No Man Land? Which is ironic as fuck because they threw out all the homeless people. To film it. Yeah, no, yeah. In front of the Oscars. They literally moved Yeah, when they went to LA, LA Union Station in downtown, they like kicked all the homeless people out to put that red carpet, but it's like that movie came out on Hulu. And then, you know, One Night in Miami was... Uh, it was Amazon, right? was Amazon. Yeah. And Judas and the Black Messiah. That was right. HBO Max. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, what movie are you going to want to go see in theaters? And then how will we judge it? Like, is it based on box office sales? Because now with, like, HBO Max, you say, okay, I'm not going to share my login, which is, you know, admirable. <laughs> but my thing, too, is, like, I had no problem with what Disney did when Mulan came out, where it's like, yo, it's 30 bucks. Oh, like so with that, so but Disney's that's the like, thing. Disney just set the fucking bar because I get why they did it because they want their money. Yeah, but, but it's then, also but cheaper also than going to Dis- the movies. But Disney fans are different. 
I mean, right. they're, they're, True. They're, yeah, whatever. Fans, you know, yeah. Right now they're like, yeah, we're, we're selling a fucking collector's water bottle. We're only gonna sell a thousand for a thousand. Yeah, it's like here's a box <laughs> with a box with there. Mickey's farts in it that'll <laughs> fly <laughs> off the shelves. You know, Disney could sell anything, and the, and the fanatics for Disney are a different level. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're a different level of fanatics. So like, no matter what. You'll get some other vibes. It's something. like the guy in Vegas. Did you see? I don't know if you guys read this article. It's like some guy in Vegas is like, Disney's too woke for me now. And I'm thinking about not taking my family to Disney or Disney World anymore. That's interesting. Yeah. And everyone's like, okay, don't go. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> like, you think Disney's going to hurt that over like you and your family? Oh, four people can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can replace real fucking yeah. quick. Yeah. First of all, we have replaced replace real, real quick. quick. But no, I think it's interesting you know about Mortal Kombat and being on HBO Max because there were a lot of directors, including Christopher Nolan who were upset that Warner Media just said, yeah, we're going to stream all your movies. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of directors and producers were upset that they made the decision and were like, no, we're just going to put everything on here and it's not going to be an additional pay price. Wow. So I would love to know, like, King Kong versus Godzilla. Right. Mortal I turned Kombat. it on. I, t- I started watching that. I turned it right back off. It's really? Stupid as fuck. Well, I think, like, there's so many, like, now we're going to, like, Fast 9 mm-hmm. is coming out, but it's only going to be in theaters. Did you not see the stupid-ass trailer for that movie? I, I did not. click on it. So do you, have you ever heard the expression, jumping the shark? Like, have you ever heard that? that so, it's essentially, like, um, <laughs> do you remember the show Happy Days? Uh, I think so. So. <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Happy Monday, Days. Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Happy Days. The Fonz. The Fonz. Yeah. Hey. So, there's an episode where the Fonz literally jumps over a shark. And it was basically saying that, like, they ran out of ideas. So, uh, when you're jumping the shark, it's like, you're oh. literally... You're listen, literally trying everything. Listen, so fast, I've been done with Fast since like... First of all, Fast, fast ran out of shit after the second one. Oh, that's what I said. After the second one, <laughs> second, third started, one maybe, I was like, all right. What the fuck they're doing now? Well, y'all started doing Bow Wow and Tokyo Drift. I'm like, like, y'all lost me. I'll let that one go off the bullshit. That's the one that no one ever brings up. No, I'll let go off the bullshit. First of all, you're not going to tell me a bunch of fucking street racers who stole fucking VCR DVD combos. <laughs> that's the fucking part. Going to Brazil and taking out a fucking crime lord. And then, no, no. You gotta take a fucking orange Lambo on a fucking ice cream and beat a fucking submarine. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you gotta be, you be dead so fucking fast. Like that is the biggest bullshit. Like, no. listen, I'm all about fiction. Clearly, we've touched fiction. a nerve with Victor. No, I am all for fiction and nonfiction and yeah and all that. But get the fuck out of here. Okay, <laughs> you are not going against crime syndicates that and Toronto. You better fuck with my family. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you shot some goddamn fast. You little dumbass charger. Get the fuck out of here. Now, I will say, yes, they <laughs> they jumped the shark like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, yeah. but every movie they make makes money. Oh, they're still making So bad. why would you, you stop? Still like, making bad. Why would you stop? I literally go, I go watch them. I'm just like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, yeah. <laughs> this, like, you go watch I'm them, sure like, they know. Like, the rock, the rock is like, why am I doing this? Oh, because I keep getting paid. That's yeah. why. Oh, well, see, you know? see, The Rock, like, The Rock at least does, like, other stuff. But when I look at someone like Ludacris, he's like, oh, nah. yeah. Right. Like, he just got no, his no, pilot no, license. No, he's like, he lived his best life. Ja had a chance to be Luda, but Ja turned out, it was like 50K or something like that. They wanted to pay him, like, it was something low, and Josh said, "Too low for me to like bet, nigga." So <laughs> the next rapper, and Luda is still doing this shit. Luda stopped rapping because of it. Basically, he, yeah. No, no, he said that he was like, "I took, I went to the first movie. I was like, okay, cool, something new for me. I'll rap later on." And then, like, it kept coming out, and he's like, "I, I blink." 
10 years later and then rap changed so much that he's like I can't really get back into it right it's gonna be hard for him to switch from like really gritty like southern like outcast type no, rap not, and then to not. be like try to have like a Migo so, sound start like, mumbling I was in the trap it's like yeah. you were in the like, trap bro we just saw you in the yeah. past like, eight like, he's still, right. like he'll still drop his song every so often like he has a few good songs like, yeah he had year, vitamin D that dropped last year I remember hell of a night that's a good song yeah. We talk about we talk about sequels, and I think it's so funny because after watching the first one, you probably were like, "Okay, I can see if they made a second one." And then when they made the second one, you're like, "Okay, the second one was pretty cool." But then once they hit that third one, I was like, "Oh, that was it. It's too okay, much. I'm and done." Once they started selling, they were selling gas and per. Fuck out of here, bro! Got a hill. Yeah, they would die. But then when you saw, but then the the thing that makes me laugh the most is just like a Marvel universe, no one dies in Fast and the Furious. They'd be like, oh, you guys really like the all, character? No oh, yeah, he, he No one did. gets gas. <laughs> okay? I've never noticed Have that. Have you ever seen I've never noticed once that. Once I go to gas station. I, <laughs> like, this is crazy. I know you don't drive that fast, but they're driving for like, a fucking Challenger, a fucking, from the 70s. Are you out of your fucking mind? Make it from this end of the block to that one before you got a fuel up. also, he's putting shit on it, weigh it down. Right. Fucking body armor. <laughs> that car probably gets at most when it's not heavy. 12 miles to the gallon. <laughs> that much you're getting like three miles to the gallon, bro. And Victor breaking this down. Yes, right yeah. Your tank is no more than probably fucking 12 gallons at that size. And it's just like, bro, you're driving from fucking one in one in, chasing some nigga through streets and shit, and you run out of gas one time, and you're putting Nas in there. Well, go fuck yourself. And then, do you remember the one, the, sec, the second, I think it was the one they were in London, and they were there in the fucking Beamers, the M5s, and then like, they were going, they were tumbling and shit through fucking buildings. Like, bro, now one airbag came out, <laughs> Bro, I flipped my car and my airbags came out. Are you kidding me? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think the only person that's been dead in that whole franchise is Jesse. He was the one, the guy in the first one who drove like the Volkswagen and like he. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he got shot. But he no. But think about like the age. Like, uh, what's the guy's Han. name? Han. Like he died, came back. Mm-hmm. Michelle Rodriguez's character, she mm-hmm. died, came back. They're like, oh y'all like these people? Okay, <laughs> never mind. Never my name, dude. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> at least with Marvel, they got like, oh, we use the you know Infinity Stones to bring them back. But, but Marvel is superheroes, so it's different. That, it don't true. sound. It sounds unbelievable. Right. This well, shit is supposed to be like real life. I'm sitting right. there going like, nah, I'm done. So I have not. I have not paid for. You it haven't fast. seen that trailer, you know? Because they're they're in the I have not. Film. What? Yes. Yes, you heard that correctly. No, they're not. They're so he's literally just so. I can't they're remember. not in space. He's Elon Musk. So <laughs> what they what they are? They're technically not in space, but they're in, they're so high in the atmosphere that you have no oxygen anymore. We were like we we're like borderline space. I forgot what's the stratosphere is the whatever sphere is, and then they're on they're on a plane. It's ludicrous and Tyrese. <laughs> it's ludicrous to think this plot is feasible. That's and then so, that, he, so Tyrese. I understand he needs this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're in. They're like an old seventies, like older older car, but it's, it's decked the fuck out. And then you see them wearing the astronaut costume, and they're just like, "Don't do it. We're gonna do this." And then the fucking they push a button. The fucking car lifts off the plane, and two fucking jets are on the car, and they're flying. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! But I will say one thing: George Jetson's over here. I will say one thing: we did get Tyree oh said God. one of the funniest lines in probably all movie history. Ejecto Cito, cuz. Because <laughs> we all know that was probably one of the funniest fucking scenes I've ever seen in my fucking life. He's like, what's gonna drink? Boop, boop. Ejecto Cito, cuz. Like, I love it. Yo, who would not want Ejecto Cito? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. Look you know, that. That, I mean, it's just so funny with, like, movies in general. Like, I would love to go back into a theater, but I guarantee you it's not gonna be for fast. Like, Absolutely so, not. It's gonna be fast. Fair no, it's not. I'm talking about shit. I'm gonna watch it. I know you are. Trust me, I know you are. And I'm gonna show like how it was fucking terrible. Like, <laughs> hey, they were in space, bro. This shit was dumb as hell. 
Uh, but no, I think the biggest thing for me is like I want to see like what movie would like is gonna draw me back in theaters. Like I want to see the new James Bond. Mm-hmm. I want to see Black Widow with you know the Marvel. But even I'm like, eh. but that's what you feel. It's gonna have to be some major blockbuster to get you back in. Yeah. So I don't know if there's one that's in the pipeline and none comes to my mind right now that it's like, oh, I gotta see this. I All mean, right. I think Spider Man like the yeah. that one because uh, you know it's gonna be like the third one with Tom Holland and all mm-hmm. that. And it's like, do we introduce Miles Morales and all this type of stuff? So I think like. There's a lot of things. Do you there. know when yeah. that's scheduled Marvel. to be released? Uh, November or December. Okay, so by then, you know, they yeah. might not even put it on Disney Plus. They might just go straight back well, to theaters. Sony. So it's not. Oh Disney. yeah, I forget. Yeah. I keep forgetting Spider Man yeah. and Sony. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, of <laughs> course, yeah, yeah. No, they definitely do. But uh, coming up also this week, which is going to be interesting to see how many people go, is in Cleveland. The NFL draft is on Thursday, and I keep forgetting. Like, oh my God, the draft is have, coming up. Are there a lot of fans there? I have, it's Ohio. I don't know the mass mandate of Ohio, but what, I believe like, so. Well, Roger Goodell is going. They're so. going to be there in person. There's some prospects that are going to be there in person. The capacity limit, I'm not 100% sure on, but I, I believe there's going to be fans in attendance, but not many. outside with the fucking slave boats again? <laughs> no, it's going to be outside. <laughs> it's going to be outside. I want to see, though, like what happens with uh, – do, do you show up? Do you go? Like – or do you stay at home? Do you say, like, hey, you know what? It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to walk across the stage. But So some are going. I like, I know Zach Wilson from BYU is going. The top you know. 10 players probably be there. Yeah. Because uh, if, if you know you're about to put top 10, like Trevor Lawrence, they're like, we're going to Okay, so Trevor Lawrence, even though he's going number one. But then I would, if I get your point, like, be with your family. But it's like, do we get mad at a player for being in a room full of his family during the pandemic still? No, I, I wouldn't have to. Nah, not with we his saw, family. We saw the WMA draft. Like, there were some of those girls who only had, like, what? one person. watched that draft? <laughs> First of all, yes, equal rights. Come on now. I know it's on equal rights. I know, I know it's on TV. Oh, my God. But there was one girl who got drafted. It was drafted. on ESPN 8. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the girls got drafted. Her whole, like, family was with her, and she was, like, Nigerian. Her, like, Nigerian grandma was going crazy. I was like, ooh, that looks like a lot of people. But I'd rather have that. But, I mean, they did that last year for the, when the NFL draft yeah. was virtual. No, how many I'm people sorry, were at their house? With, that meme was sent you was, like, how black folks think of quarantine means Hey, all people you know. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm not gonna say you've been over at this apartment a lot. But like, it's, we it's, remember last. I, I, I started laughing so hard. I'm like, black folks really don't give a fuck. Like, like we don't, we don't. We, yeah, we're quarantined. So who we was it? Know. I don't remember who the player was last year during the draft, but people were making fun of him because like his girl picked up his phone. Oh, uh, oh, one, CD Lamb. It was CD, CD Lamb. Lamb. That's yeah. Steve Harvey brought it, and he snatched yeah. it back from her. No, but my favorite was the mom. When no. the girl was sitting on uh, her dude's lap, giving him a hug, and the mom Mom's just like, got, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, like, out the way. Like, it's his moment. <laughs> but no, I, the, the interesting question is, though, like, who who's going to be the biggest, like, I'm not going to say, like, not bust, but who falls? Like, who's that person who shows up Thursday, day one, thing? I'm about to get drafted. But they're sitting there like Aaron Rodgers in the green room going, well. The most likely to me is Mac Jones, even though I know a lot of people think San Francisco's taking him. Because if he doesn't go at three. If he doesn't go at three, he can go down to, like, 18, 19, 20, See, 25. Though, like, these, it's unfortunate because there's so many positions in the NFL that if you don't get picked in that first spot, it's like, well, you got to wait out. Yeah, especially yeah, as a quarterback. Like, especially if you're a quarterback you know, and there's a, like, if there's eight teams that don't need one. Yeah. Yeah. You could be and screwed. Also, did you have like, oh, but I need a line work. But like, it just sucks that sometimes some players, it just that's just because in basketball, obviously, one player is like, yo, fuck it, we'll draft that for and we'll make it make it work. Yeah. NFL is like, we can't put that risk on it because yeah, the, well, the cap space and the way the rules are working out. Team philosophies are different. Yeah. Certain guys have to be certain fits. Yeah. And after you get past like the first three or four players, where most any team will take them, yeah. then it's like, okay, where does this guy fit? What what do, do, do we yeah. need? You know, well, it's all actually that. it's so interesting because we talked earlier about gambling. I don't know if you saw prop bets are out. Oh, plenty of them NFL. too. Lots of them because the NFL just signed with MGM. 
Yeah, it was MGM. Um, with yeah. their like gambling partners, like, will this person make it through picks twelve through five, mm-hmm. like, and all that stuff? Well, like, what's the over under on defensive players in the first round? Like, so <laughs> yeah. many prop bets for the NFL draft. So you have it pretty much, Lawrence Fields. Yeah. So yeah. Lawrence goes to the Jags. Fields goes to the Jets, and then they're at three. Actually, those. excuse me, Wilson goes to the Jets, not Fields. Oh wow, yeah. really? Yeah. All the talk so, has been that Zach Wilson is going to the Jets, number two. Oh, God, Victor, you already got the app out? Well, I was in Vegas, bro. You <laughs> Of course. Oh, my God. So, Trevor Lawrence is negative 10,000 odds. Yeah, that he's game. guaranteed. So, I think the big question is, where does Kyle Pitts go? Uh, like, Well, Pitts will go big pretty big. high. I, the question for me is, where does Fields go, to be honest with you? Because he's someone that I could potentially drop a little bit, too. Uh, wow. A lot of people seem to be this a little bit first. out on him. No, no. So, so um, Figs was right. According to Vegas... The second overall pick, he would be the odds for number two is Zach Wilson. Zach, right. Uh, negative uh, two, 250. Yeah. And then Justin Fields is plus 1,400. Dude, Trevor Wilson is negative 10,000. That, 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 means, that means he's a guarantee. That's really yeah. like, yeah. You, there's no way he's not the number one. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, Fields and or Jones. The problem is Fields, they know people say he has more upside. Mac Jones is more of a finished product. But everybody wants, you know, a mobile quarterback that can run and throw and do all that. And that's what Justin Fields is right now. Yeah. But then there's – it's stupid and it sucks. There's a stigma against Justin Fields because he's a black Ohio State quarterback, Pryor and they Jones. yeah, and they, <laughs> and they feel that the track record hasn't been Terrell Pryor with the Raiders and the oh, pros, yeah. you know. And I feel there's another one that I can't think of right now, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, so gosh, like, yes, so they're yes. getting hampered. It's the dumbest thing ever. It's a stupid comparison, and they're all individually different. But there are certain people that think that could have they can have that working against them, right? You know. Um, so that's the only issue. San Francisco is going to take a quarterback. Whether it's Jones or Fields, I don't know. And you don't think Trey Lance from North Dakota State? It could be Lance, too. The, the knock on Lance is he doesn't have a lot of experience. He's more of a project. Would you take a project that high knowing he's not going to play day one? I mean, how quickly can you get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo? Because you already know he's gone. I mean, you, well, you heard what Kyle Shanahan said First the other day, the right? dumbest thing. I can't guarantee anyone's going to be alive on Sunday. Like, what? It's like, well, I, obviously, like, but you yeah. – It's not a vote of confidence at all in Jimmy G. Yeah. You know. Dude, um, you could bet on what team was going to draft first. Like, if the Bengals were to draft a quarterback, that's plus 10,000. I don't know what happened. But you can literally draft on what team's going to – what position they're going to pick first. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got – okay, Victor. I think we – like, you going to Vegas on Thursday? You know, I might have Bengals are, are well, interesting, though. I can't – I can only gamble inside Nevada. Right. So, Vegas. I'm not always around that. I mean, you can go to Michigan. I can get a VPN. Indiana. get a VPN. And okay, and then when they Atlantic City. Out, yeah, <laughs> then when they find out – because I think I read that New York – not New York, New Jersey made so much money in March. Oh, yeah, I can uh, imagine. Gambling. And, like, New York's next, and I think uh, Maryland's next, too. I'm like, all these states are looking at mm-hmm. it. I you know, I like to go to go back, circle back, I think the most interesting player in this draft is Kyle Pitts, just because we haven't seen a tight end do what he can do in, like, a really long time. I mean, he's a receiver. He, I know he's a tight end, but he's a receiver. But he is. But, but then, like, the biggest question is, like, the Falcons came out, and we're like, hey, we haven't closed the door on trading Julio Jones. Right. But then it's like, do you take, if you're the Falcons, do you take Kyle Pitts? And then it's like, okay, you got Jones, Ridley, and then now Pitts. Or, like, you know how Jerry Jones was like, oh, we might go get him. But they're, like, super high. Right. And he's going to be – he's definitely He'll be gone seven. by the time the Cowboys are picking. So, when they trade up, like, that's I mean, the well, thing. The, I mean, Atlanta, their question is, do they go quarterback, knowing that Matt Ryan's 36 and he's yeah. on the back end? Yeah. So, the thought is, if they think of trading Julio Jones, because they need cap space, too. He's making a lot of money. They have, like – $80,000 or something in cap space. They have almost nothing to work with. And they still have to sign their draft picks. That's true. So Julio Jones, some of their higher salary guys, they have to get rid of somebody. 
So they're thinking of possibly selling Jones off. You can bring in Pitts. Hopefully he can come in day one and possibly fill the void Ooh, of Julio Jones. It that's is a tough that's ask. A, that's that's a tough ask. I mean, well, look, Julio's also 32. He's had some injury issues the last couple of years. Still productive and still great when he's healthy. But it's like you'd rather sell a year early than a year late kind of thing with him. Yeah. And if Kyle Pitts you think has, you know, you know, Vernon Davis type of upside to him, somebody like that, it makes sense to, you know, ship the older guy out. And it feels weird for me to say that he's old at 32. But, you know, <laughs> right. ship him hey, out. They bring in Kyle Pitts. just turned 32, okay? <laughs> yeah. Looking fine it's, it's, right it's, now. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Atlanta, I think, shakes a lot of things up because what if they go Trey Lance or Justin Fields if he's still there instead of taking Pitts and Pitts falls to somebody else? Or that shake, if they take a quarterback, will another team like New England or somebody else who's further down jump up and make a trade? That's, that's good. So, how those top five picks play out and who gets selected has a has a ripple effect on the next eight or nine picks in between. Yeah, and I also think it's interesting too that you have people like uh, who is it, uh, Jameer Chase, from Jamar LSU, Chase, yeah, and then uh, Michael Parsons from Penn State. Yep, those two didn't play. They right. sat, out, sat out the whole year. So it's like, do you take them thinking like Kyle Pitts? I'm like, like stay with the Falcons. Mm-hmm. If you want to replace Julio Jones, do you get someone who's fast? like Chase from LSU, or do you get a big body like Julio Jones was and runs fast like Kyle Pitts? Right. Or, but, you know, it's like, oh, well, Chase sat out, Pitts played, and played extremely well. You would think – I mean, you would think you'd want Pitts. You already have Ridley there yeah. who could be your speedster guy, and now you have two guys who can really complement each other well. What is Cincinnati? Because people think Cincinnati's, oh, they're going to take Panay Sewell. But there's other who are saying that Joe Burrow is really, like, banging on the door to take Chase. You know, teammate. yeah, former yeah. teammate at LSU. I so, had to tell Joe Burrow, like, we need to protect you. That's what I would say. I was like, Joe, with all due respect, bro, you just got hurt in your first season. Exactly, you just got your you. leg snapped off. Like, we need to keep you keep you upright. Because if he does, if they don't draft that offensive lineman, he's going to the Chargers. He should. He's going to the Chargers. He should. Yeah, that, that's where they need Justin to look. Herbert. Will you go back to the Chargers? No. And there was a video that I saw, and this is this is a very quick. No one cares about you, Curtis. There's a video at a Chargers event. Where some guy's calling Dean Spanos over there. He's like, sell the team, Dean. He's like, what? And he's like, so happy. He's like, oh my God, someone's talking to me. And he's like, sell the team, Dean. And he's like, what are you saying? Like, what? You want to talk to me? Sell the team, Dean. And he's like, sell the. Oh, and walks away. It was the funniest thing it made my morning. Just. I could tell. Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. It was, again, no one cares but Curtis. <laughs> Chargers do need some offensive line help, uh, big time. And it's also, I will say, for any team that needs defense, like the Raiders, not a lot of help. Outside of Micah Parsons, you know, maybe you have Pat Sertan, Sertan Jr., who I don't know will be there when their time when their pick comes around. It's not a very good defensive draft, so that's why they, I think the over under I saw one projection for defensive players taken in the first round was like five. Wow, out of thirty, the over under was five Ooh. out of thirty two. And possibly. some people believe that the to take the under, like there's Jeez. that little defensive Only four value. People would go right. Wow, that's interesting. I don't know if I would do that to be honest with you. It might be one that I don't. I don't know if I feel comfortable touching. But it says it's not the strongest defensive draft. Okay, so. so then here's my big question since we started off with baseball and people coming back to baseball games. Right. In September, when do when do we f- fully reopen football? Well, look, Roger Goodell said last month that by the time opening day rolls around, we expect to have full stadiums. Roger right, Goodell said that. Yeah. All they care about is the bottom line, which All most of these companies do. Wait, so, so how much? Is so blatant. Well, my biggest thing is like the Rams and Chargers moving to that new stadium. Right. Well, I think it also comes down to the governors, but I think. It's already been announced that L.A. Well, California is getting down to the point where we're looking at almost full open everything. Yeah, yeah we're almost in yellow tier. We're gonna be yellow, yellow tier, it, but then like certain counties a little off. But yeah, like, L.A. County, the biggest ones. You know, L.A. County, they're already, Orange. They're straight said, like we're projecting, it's gonna be wide opening. <laughs> well, let me look. The proje- the initial <laughs> projection was June fifteenth. It looks like we're gonna Which be I back to normal before then. 
Juneteenth. They oh knew my Juneteenth. gosh. Cause they knew niggas gonna be outside anyways. So, you know, <laughs> let's give it to them. I cannot wait to follow you on Instagram and just see what you do during the summer. Cause but you just gonna be wait to follow. You already follow. I follow you, but like, I can't wait to see what you post on your Instagram. You gonna post stories. it in the summer like it was outside? I'll be like, I'll be like, wow, he was not joking. He said on the podcast <laughs> that he was gonna be outside. Why? Gonna be outside. I, w- I want to see what happens. Cause you gonna, like, you gonna cut that sound and play One other big thing is like if if I'm the Rams mm-hmm. and I just got this brand new stadium. And I had fans all year, and now by September, you're saying we have full capacity. How much are those tickets going to be? Well, I think it all comes down to the rules. If it's, if I assume, but it's like, well, do does the NFL say hey, hundred percent? But do some owners go? We don't want to do that yet. I don't no, believe so. Don't the owners, especially after what happened last year, the owners are going to try to get as much money as they can. So as soon as the green light is given, like Mark Davis was one of these, he could have easily opened up like 45% or 20 or whatever it was in Vegas. He says, until we can let everybody in, it's not happening. So the day that he gets told that we can let 100% in, open the floodgates. And you know what I guarantee you is going to happen? And if you are a young student or intern out there, work in the sales department. Because you know they're going to be mm-hmm. cold calling a lot of fans and be like, you want to buy season tickets? You want to buy season tickets? You want to buy – that's like the first – Even if some of them package? haven't already been bought up. Like especially if you're talking Rams, I saw a graphic or a report from the Chargers that the majority of their season seats have been bought. Now whether they're actually Charger fans or people trying to flip them, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. And quite honestly, I'm sure Dean Spandos doesn't care because he's making money one way or the other. Well, he's making money either way. So that's all the owners really care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, now, they but, just want butts and seats, so, and they're going to get it. So. You said the Rams got a house in Malibu for the draft? The Rams got a house. A, a penthouse in Malibu yeah. where that's going to be their draft headquarters and I yeah. think four or five season seat holders were a part of a competition and actually won the chance to go be in the house in their draft war room Wait, which looks pretty wow. sweet what the fuck are you doing there like, it's not I mean, it is for a lot for fans like, who are diehard who yeah. love that sort of stuff. So you would be, sit at a house to watch a draft. First, no, no. First of all, let's take a step back. They're like we're talking about. The draft where grown men, us, will buy beer and chips and wings mm-hmm. and sit there and watch another man get drafted. Have his name be called, yeah. you know, and for we get four super hours. Pumped on someone we don't know. It, it's basically like watching people get picked for a kickball team, yep. like in, in school. And now you're telling me I get to go to Malibu, Penthouse, with the front office people? Yeah, like, what the head coach, with the general manager. Yeah, I'd be like, That's a big there. deal for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Man, you know how many Instagram photos I'm taking? Yeah, right. uh, here's me in my new house. <laughs> like, people going like, to say it's fake. Like, it's like, like, what the fuck? I'm going to sit here like, hey, coach, good, jo- good, good pick. Like, I mean, first of all, what's the food looking like? Oh, you know, know that spread is amazing. You already know it's going to be amazing. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I exactly. tell them it's going to be some great food. Like, okay, I, I guess if, if I'm a fan, where are the rules? Right. I, like, uh, can I show up in... There's a pool out there. I'm gonna say, can I get the pool? They, as a, well, these I'm assuming these holder tickets, they probably picked them for a certain reason. They probably vet them like, oh, who who we? Pick? Oh yeah. They bring in three niggas for fucking state rules. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not, well, I mean, obviously, I'm sure it's like people who only well, live in Los Angeles Rich, area. Well, the fans, you said it's a season holder tickets, right? Some fans are fucking rich from other cities. No, I mean, true, but I'm sure they like. I'm sure there's there. a vetting process yeah. on how this works for oh, even yes. people who could even <laughs> enter into the competition. I guarantee it's four white dudes. No, I think they're going to show some women in there too, because they're women? they're going to be like, oh, look at our diverse. Like, yeah, they're going to they're going to yeah. go over the top to try to yeah, make sure they're exactly. diverse. Um, but no, it's actually interesting because you talked about Steve Harvey yeah. uh, in this, and Steve Harvey had some very interesting comments. Yes, he did. Uh, take a listen to what Steve Harvey had to say. This is an old clip, but just take a listen. All of my friends are men. I don't have female friends. I don't. I'm I'm incapable of that. Why? Uh, what do you mean? Well, because you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Real. Well, I have a wife, and I don't, I don't really have female friends because, look, 
Okay. Let's get rid of this myth <laughs> I right here. Know why. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There are some guys somewhere saying, "Yeah, I'm. We're friends." No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack <laughs> the moment he gets the opportunity. Because we're most guys. Men think this way? 99.9% uh, .9 of us think that way. So essentially he's saying that uh, the only reason why us men hang out with women is because we want to get into draws. Like we want to hook up with you guys and we and we can't just be friends. So Figs, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, don't agree at all. As someone who was happily engaged, uh, I have female friends. Yeah, he, I'm he saying said that, that now. Yeah. <laughs> just want to put that out there. I have plenty of female friends. And there's no, I'll put it this way, from my part, Onto them, there's no, oh, my God, I'm waiting so I can get in the draws at some point. There's no thought <laughs> and from that standpoint at all for me. So I've, heard, I've had this discussion with people in the past where if men and women are friends, one of them wants to take it beyond that, and it isn't always the guy in every single situation. Ah. I don't know if that's true or not. You'd have to have two people and be able to interview them truthfully on, from that standpoint. So I can't speak to if there's any of my female friends that want to get with me or not, but I can truthfully say I have no desire to get with them because I'm happy in the situation that I'm in. Man, look at that. that Faithful was... black man. Woo! Right. You know black men don't cheat. <laughs> yeah, it's very right. true. Well, I think my biggest thing is like it's an angel question. Like mm -hmm. can men and women be friends? Right. And I think for me, it's like no, but only because I think men and women can't be friends if one is attracted to the other. I will, I will get with that, yes. Because then yes. my thing is like, we also have to define what is friendship. I think that's like another okay. like key component. Friendship? So friendship would be like, <laughs> it's going to sound <laughs> terrible because I forget his birthday every year. But like, <laughs> hey, like I call you on your birthday, go take you out on your birthday, like hang out. Like I'm hanging out because I want to do something nice for you. Right. Like if I like you and you know that you try to take advantage and you only hit me up like when it's convenient for you, mm -hmm. I think that's not friendship. I think like a quick like, Hey, let's just call and talk just to like catch up. Right. Like that, like we can be friends like that. But if you only hit me up like when you want something, and be like, I don't know, we're friends. I'm like, mm, mm. that doesn't really sound like friendship. So yeah, you're using me at that point. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the biggest so you're thing. You're using like you're, you liking them for their advantage. Exactly. And I think, but it's like if you're friends and you say like, hey, like I'm not attracted to you, you're not attracted to me, we're just like friends and we can talk and joke and laugh and all that stuff, and it's never going to go beyond that. I think, like, yeah, that many women can be friends. Now, do you have a situation like that currently with I mean, a, with a, with someone of the opposite sex? I mean, I've been inside, so no. <laughs> like, so you've been inside, I've been outside. I, it's like, I've been inside, so no. It's like, all the I think, I think for me, the pandemic brought up, like, my college roommates. Like, I did a Zoom with them. Like, yeah. I didn't talk to them in, like, a couple of years. And it's like, hey, like, you're at home, I'm at home. Let's just zoom. And I, I think, like, it was catching up with a lot of old friends. Right. And I think that's, like, the biggest thing is, like, casual friends. I call them Facebook friends. Like mm -hmm. Acquaintances. Like, people you sure. only see what they're doing on Facebook or Instagram or right. social media. I think that's, like, the biggest thing. But what Steve Harvey is saying is just completely, like, I think it was wild. just backwards. Because you're yeah. basically saying that, like. It's technically true, but, like, no. I, but I, think I don't know if it's necessarily true for no, everybody. But not, but not 100% true. Like, yeah, there are there's definitely people in my fucking DM probably that want it. I don't blame them. But, <laughs> what? Like, but like, how would I? What? No, I've heard some wild. I get some wild messages sometimes. But like, it happens. What? Curtis, when you're out there saving the world, <laughs> wait, what you doing? 
What you, you doing the Lord's work? What you doing? All right, look. So here, no, but here's my thing with Steve Harvey. It's like you're basically saying that like we're predators, like we're just yeah. free to fall vulnerable. Right. I think that which is ironic from him. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been married what like five, six, yeah, times? a few times, he more than a few. Girl, he cheated with his wife. <laughs> right. Yeah. The fuck you talking about? Steve? And, well, I think the biggest thing is like that makes me sad is like when he says like when you find like a crack in the armor, it's like you're basically saying when a woman's like defenseless or vulnerable, that's when like you pounce and it's like. Is that like when she's drunk? Is that when she's like breaking with her boyfriend? Is that I felt boyfriend? like he meant when she's brunchy, her her relationship is on the brink or she just broke that's up. That's the tone I got. I yeah, I felt it was more like it's that. More like compassion. Like, I don't know, what should I do? Like, I don't know, girl, let me massage you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> let me work these hands. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, I don't, did we ever find out when the interview was from? But like, I, it's years ago. But it, it still from, seems out of yeah. touch. But again, yeah, it seems out of touch. But again, like his sentiment is a belief that many people have. Like there have been people who are like men who have said, I will refuse to have any friends of the opposite sex because there's always – I agree. But there's like the, – the, there's always going to be that tension there. It's like not unless you put it there. Exactly. And if she puts it there or you don't want it, then back away. Yeah, exactly. But I mean – Being a dope, like, yo, like, yeah. hey, girl, like we can't do that. Like we can still be friends. Like, you know, like what the fuck? First of all, you don't fuck your friends. You fuck your friends' friends. It's science. <laughs> What? Okay. The more you know, right there. I love that. Victor That's good. Just, you just I'll just say that. Like, okay, for every for every girl you have a friend as, what does she have? Ten homegirls. I think Shell said it's probably ten homeboys. Because you always know there are some okay. girls out there who I'm are like, mm. <laughs> right? But you know there are some girls who are like, I don't get along with other girls. I only have male friends. It's oh, girls too much shit. drama. Yeah. I hear the show all the time. Come on, like, no. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. No, but it is true. Girls are drama. <laughs> That's why I love. That's why I love women. I will text her like, yo, tell me about your day and just hear some wild shit like, why would you do that? Whatever. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, bro, whatever it comes, when it comes, I've always, I've always felt the philosophy of like, you know what? The more homegirls I have, the better because this, for this, in my whole days, back in the day before I was saved by the Lord, shut when up. When did you have your whole days? Next episode, talk about that. But um, there's nothing like, there's, there's no better bait going into a bar with my homegirls with like four of us walking in, usually one car deep, walking into the bar because other girl go, why is he? Why is gay? he with all them women? Right, that that oh, raises your must, game. He must be gay. Raises your status. I love how that's where you. Where that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, you might. Is that really where your mind went, Curtis? I just is said that a problem with being. Gay? I didn't say there was a problem. Well, I was just saying. Like I was saying the assumption that we're gonna be like, oh, look at that group of so four how, girls. So you. So the first thing your assumption was, oh, he's gay. Yeah. Is that how you work your life, Curtis? So you assume a dude with a lot of girls is gay. I mean, like if they walk into the club together, get out the same car, I'd be like, oh, that's cute. Like they help you put on your eyelashes too. You never and, had before, huh? Oh, actually, I have. Oh, sure. I mean, I got an older sister, so she got friends. Maybe you're her gay brother. I, hey, that assumption's probably been made. That assumption has probably been made. Well, like I was saying. <laughs> back in your hoe days. Back in my hoe before I was saved. Before I was even Lord, Lord and Savior. But, um, you know, girls have definitely just been like, why is he? Because girls are so territorial. Mm-hmm. It makes no fucking sense. Like, they're like, why is he with them? I mean, men are the same exact way. Like, well, I will say, possessive. from that standpoint, the, the example you're giving about going to a club, a lot of women naturally say, if there is a lot of other women who are interested in him or with him. And they their guard necessarily come down, but they feel more like, okay, if they're hanging out with him, maybe he's not a bad guy. Yeah, there's a question in their mind, why are they with him? There's something about him that makes these women want to be around him. It makes you at least intriguing. Mm-hmm. And that's what the draw from that particular situation will be from. I would so. think more so it's like, oh, they pick up that homeless man. That's so good. Oh, <laughs> doing, <laughs> I'm very upset. <laughs> doing, doing, doing some Sorry, charity work. From that <laughs> Bro, you ain't got no evidence of your whole days. I need to see some pictures. I need to see something with you and these four women going to clubs. <laughs> see? They up the archives. See? Yeah, yeah. Back in my whole days. Get out of here. <laughs> but Steve Harvey's off base. You off base, Steve. 
But I was survey outside. says you off base. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> That's I, think, true. I think it was stupid. I think what he said was retarded as fuck. Like, why would you say that? Why would you use the R word? Is that how you think? Is that how you live your life? Well, something retarded as fuck. You <laughs> say it. So you don't find that offensive? No, I don't. Because he was not retarded. <laughs> but you're saying if he was, it'd be acceptable for him no, to say that. No, I wouldn't that. say that. Okay, I got you. Okay, I got you. All right. I would never call somebody retarded. That's you know. All right, I think we're going to end it here for this tonight's show. Um, it's a great dismount right there. Yeah. yeah, way to stick the landing, Victor. Uh, can you tell people where they can find you in the show on social media? Okay, they can find me at VIC underscore GW4Os and 3Ds. They can find the show at The E-Rose Podcast. That's T-H-E-E-R-O-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh Figures, where can they find you? At KFig1 on Twitter is where you can find me. That's where I spend most of my time. You can also hit me on Instagram at KFig. And you can stalk them on there. That's what I'd rather you. Mean. I'd rather you not. But <laughs> yeah. thank you. Stop. Yeah, you definitely can. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Curtis Sheehan, or you can find me on Instagram at Chilling with Curtis C H. I L I N. Change your Insta Twitter. Oh, no, it's always like that. I'm gonna start trademarking some you stuff. You need to make it all the same, dog. Yeah, I mean, are you gonna I'll go see. to the club when we out, when we outside in the summer? <laughs> you know, find me on Twitter, or Instagram. They go like, why the different ones? Hey, all I know is I'm gonna be out. Like, I went to Fourth of July. Fourth of July is gonna be crazy. Fourth of July is gonna be. Crazy. That's when it's all gonna be official, right? Juneteenth, they gotta work. So, like, I know. I know Shocker. Yeah, that's how it works. Right. Who's on that day? Not basketball. No, still basketball. It's still basketball, basketball at that point, basketball yeah. Basketball will not end until July 23rd. It's a little later this season. So, yeah. But, and then you, you, know what, you know what starts uh, July 23rd? Like, So game seven of the NBA Finals potentially is July 22nd. July 23rd is the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Is it still going? Yeah. Are NBA players even going? We don't know yet. Well, that's a, that's mean, a topic for our next podcast. Yes. Who's going to be on Team USA? Okay. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like, download, and subscribe. Uh, until then, Victor, what should people do? Wear a mask and go outside, baby. <laughs> <laughs>